0: Informative.
1: Hello and welcome to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn and today I have the absolute pleasure of chatting with Martine Kleissen. I I know I struggled with that name, so I hope I got close. (laughs) Martine is passionate about creating sacred spaces for women to remember their wholeness, access embodied freedom and reclaim pathways to inner knowing infinite worthiness and radiant feminine frequency as a healer and sacred feminine embodiment specialist she mentors women to return to their inner temple of luminous light and sacred knowing within like one of those things is just mind-blowing but all of them oh let's let's dive in (laughs) thanks for joining me Thank you so much for having me. Yes, let's dive in. Well, before we dive too quick, I always pull a card for every session. And today I used Path of the Soul. Actually, this picture behind me is from that same artist, Cheryl Lee Harnish. And this is the card I pulled. It is the friendship card, which Mm -hmm. I think is just so beautiful. It's like the infinity sign and all of this sacred geometry inside. And it says that there's a great amount of love and support available to you. Friendship represented by the infinity symbol is forever. Trust the bonds you have created with others. Knowing that the greatest gift you can give is your friendship. That's so sweet. How does that resonate for you? Oh,
2: that is so sweet and divine. And infinity symbol has actually been such an integral part of my journey the last 15 years. And so I'm not surprised that that came up as well, because that is in all of the energetics that we do with all of our women's work as well, is that in and that out, that replenishment and that radiance, the masculine and the feminine the friendship, the mind and the soul, it's just as infinite. So, so perfect. That's awesome.
1: And I also feel like all the work you do is supporting the universal healing of the sister wound, Mm. which, I mean, we all have it and the movement toward healing it like is so emotionally evocative for me. So thank you for holding that space. Mm -hmm.
2: My honor, and you have goosebumps. Yes. I have goosebumps as you share. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I
1: don't even know where to start with your fascinating progeny of work. Um, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about you as your as
2: you've evolved on this spiritual journey. Mm, beautiful. Yes. So I feel like maybe going back 15, 20 years, when I was in my early 20s, I knew I needed a shift. And I feel like my soul gave me the shift that I needed. And it transported me to Vancouver, BC to be with my partner, who I'm still with now. And being loved by him, with him, allowed me as a soul the opportunity to go deeply into my healing to heal that sisterhood wound, to be fully in my body, to activate my energetic grids, to step into my feminine knowing because I was running and operating from the masculine so much and to really come home to myself. And so, of course, that's not a light switch. It's a whole journey and a pathway and a spiral of knowing and being and practicing. But that got me to where it is today by opening like the doorways with the keys for me to return to myself. That's
1: so beautiful. And it's something that like a lot of us have a hard time articulating. So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so sh- bring us on that journey a little bit.
2: Tell us yeah. more. Sure. <laughs> So I feel like I want to start with a sacred practice of kundalini dance, mm. and that is a type of ecstatic dance. So I was invited to my first circle in 2009, and I was a hesitant Martine back then and a and like a cocooned Martine and a shy Martine. And yet I knew I needed to go because I was feeling quite unsure of myself. I was definitely in more of a shadow state and a depressed state and an unsure state in that time or chapter in my life. And everything around me was crumbling. And so I went to this dance and I hated it. And I loved it so much at the same time. And I came home with a few of my friends And I actually saw a raccoon cross my path. And I went, oh my gosh, what is a raccoon? Thinking about animal medicine, what does that mean? I was new to learning about animal wisdom at that time. And my dear friend said, look it up, find the Indigenous viewpoint, and whatever you find is perfect for you. So I looked it up, and it was, take off your masks. You are wearing too many masks, and you are not yourself. Be in your authentic knowing and let us see you shine. And that brought me to a state of awe and, oh my God, how do I do that? (laughs) Because I wore masks for so long. So many of them. So dance by dance, I kept showing up to that weekly dance, hating it and loving it because it was a mirror for myself and my edges and my growth And I was so uncomfortable using my voice to be an authentic expression. And I was so uncomfortable being seen dancing around in circle. And yet every time I had the opportunity to practice being myself, being seen, removing the masks, being heard, being witnessed. And that took me on a journey of this sacred embodiment that I actually became a facilitator of this path of Kundalini dance. Amazing so transformational for my whole life that's awesome i'm actually not familiar
1: with kundalini dance at all so give us a little snippet of what that really is
2: yeah so the beautiful founder of this practice her name is Leola antara and she resides in australia and she was given this practice as a download a spiritual download from the indigenous lands upon what she was sitting and working with at the time And this was encoded for her to bring to the world for women to return to the wisdom of their bodies, to listen to their womb and their womb wisdom, and to move that life force energy. So you can call it feminine energy, masculine, it's moving both, like the infinity symbol. You can relate to it as Shakti energy, the divine feminine, and Shiva energy. You can relate to it as earth and solar sun but it's about weaving these ecstatic codes, and everything is alchemized into the heart. The heart is our center point, it is our harmonizer, our alchemy, an alchemizer. And it is about holding all parts of us, not banishing, not shaming, not rejecting anything of who we are, but raising that into the heart so we can come into our wholeness with compassion. So we can be in our shadow without just bypassing our shadow, but we can honor our journey and the complexity of who we are.
1: That's so amazing. And I wish it had a little more mainstream exposure because that's really cool.
2: Yeah, we actually always joke that we like we run underground a little bit. And so all of us, there's not many facilitators around the world, like there might be 100 or 120 trained facilitators, but not all of them are running this sacred practice in their communities. So I feel like the ones that are doing that might be like even under 40 that are worldwide. Wow! Um, But we're also getting ready to train a new cohort um, in about a week. So right now we're in May. um, But the rising of the feminine is like the ecstaticness to come home to your body. More women need these codes. More communities need this like sacred medicine. So yeah. we are rising and like shining our lights as well, knowing that mainstream, even though we don't use that word, it's like we want to reach the hearts of the people that are called.
1: Right. And I mean, I, I, I understand that when someone needs it, it is available to them. But I feel like there are a lot of people who need it who haven't noticed they need it yet.
2: (laughs) Totally. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's so great. And it's so fun, right? When we think of ecstatic dance, it's all about freedom. So I can tell you the breath patterns and how to maybe move the energy and how to go emotionally or energetically into your own practice or your own dance. But you move in however ways that feel free to you, that feel loving, that feel expansive. So that's also what I love because I don't like people telling me what to do. And so I love <laughs> I, <really understand. laughs> I love to how dance however I feel like I want to dance.
1: That's beautiful. And and freedom really is such an appropriate word. I mean it yeah it's so pervasive in this practice. I'm, I'm
2: fascinated now. Now I have to go learn more. Yes. Yes. You can join us online too. There's so many of us that do online circles, oh, cool. which is also fun. And yeah, it is about bringing back to our freedom bodies, right? How to feel free in our bodies, free in our minds, free in our hearts, mm. free in our sovereignty in this world, which is a beautiful, big theme. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and a practice, Right. So yeah.
1: That's so cool. Awesome. I'm so glad to have you in my world. I'm digging into this. This is awesome. <laughs> um so I I know you do a lot of things. I want to talk a little bit about being a light language healer. Mm. How did that come up for you?
2: Oh, yeah, great question. So, I've always been fascinated with the energetics of sacred geometry. And light or colors, if we want to call it colors of the rainbow. And I also am very grounded in really honoring and learning and practicing from an Indigenous perspective. And so what that looks like in my life is my spiritual practice is deeply integrated with the Andean path from Peru and the wisdom keeping of Andean wisdom from the heart, we shall say. And so we work a lot with the energetics of the rainbow because the people of the Andes and Peru, the rainbow is living in our wholeness and knowing that nothing exists in black or white. We don't live in polarity, but everything is parity, almost like the sun and the moon. They exist together. Black and white exist together. And then living in the rainbow is our human perspective. And so also knowing that I had this amazing light language healer come across my path a few years ago, and she was teaching the Mayan tradition of indigenous light language. And so that works with the rainbow colors and sacred geometry. And when I found her, my whole being lit up and I was just in awe of of a deep-centered knowing that, oh, yeah, this is how we communicate. And no one is really talking about this in today's world, that it's we communicate in shape and color. And so although you and I are communicating across the screen now, right, you can see my face and my energetics and my emotion, but I'm actually sending you energetic sacred geometry and color through my auric field. And so when I learned this, it was just so fascinating that everything made sense as well. And when we learn with the colors, how they shift differently, like giving you an example would be like sending you an orange three-dimensional sphere, which is a circle that is 3D. If I send that to your energy field, it's going to feel completely different than sending you over a green sphere. Yeah. Also so beautiful, but so different. That's really neat. Yeah. And so we work with this, of course, in our everyday life, what we want to manifest, how we move, how we communicate. And then as a healer that helps people return to the wisdom of themselves, Mm -hmm. we work with this in healing sessions and sacred spaces and group work, because depending how I'm emanating as a sacred color and shape you or the group will feel those frequencies, known and unknown. And that'll shift the energetics in the room. That's really cool. So I want to tell you about some
1: strange little thing that happened to me. I have always been drawn to the upper chakra colors, like indigo, purple. Um, I had crossed paths with this girl who is making birth mandalas. And my birth mandala is all lower chakra. Like, there's not a speck of green or above in it. And I was like disappointed because I
2: didn't like any of those colors. Totally, yes. And I'm going to say that makes complete sense. And so when I learned light language, our teacher was like, you know, most of you, you work in the upper realm, right? You're very spiritually aligned and on your sacred path, but a lot of you need your red, oranges, and yellows. And we're like, no, no. (laughs) But it's like also what sometimes in our energy field, it's like what we reject or that we throw away because it's, It is us in our power, but we like to align differently to our power, but it's also like a program that is deeply seated within us already. We just need to remember and reintegrate it because we exist in everything, but your sacred power is in that lower vibration, connecting you to this beautiful earth too. I know that, like that really resonates and I still like indigo (laughs) Totally, yes. And you love indigo because of how it opens your energy body in different ways than red and orange and yellow. So beautiful, and that reminds me with Kundalini dance when I first started, I did not like yellow because it was solar plexus in your power, right? And the more that I danced, yellow was like my favorite color because I'm like, oh, let's shine, let's be in our radiance. We're all so different, which is perfect right? And now it's like that golden mustard yellow. I like buy all the colors I see all the time. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: It's fascinating how color shows up for each of us and, and draws us at different times. So that's really cool. I didn't even have an awareness around a Mayan light language that integrated things like this. So You were all about exposing me to fascinating new stuff today. Mm,
2: So fun. And yes, I do feel like when we come from an Indigenous honoring, they have practiced these lineages for millennia, right? And so it's just, let's say, in the last 50 to 100 years, people are translating that into written form or passing down the verbal lineage or the energetic initiations that now we can experience it but it's been going on for thousands of years right and so for me that just feels so reverent to the people that have walked this earth far beyond we can even comprehend and had this sacred technology and then of course there's the I'm going to call it the new age, that we. there are many downloadable technologies that people are remembering as well, but they're not passed along a lineage in the same way. So I believe both are so needed and, and being in the Indigenous perspective is so honoring when we can give that reverence to those leaders, those spiritual practitioners that have kept this knowledge so sacredly for so long.
1: And I feel like the information and technologies that are passed along the lineage, every time it's passed, an additional layer of magic is infused. It makes it even more special. Oh,
2: so special. Yes.
1: Cool. Um, I mean, there are so many really fascinating things that you do. And I mean, I certainly can't discount your expertise as an Akashic records consultant. I think that's actually
2: where we met. So yes, yes. I adore working with the Akashic records.
1: I know. Isn't it just such a, a neat energy to
2: be in? I go in, I'm like, I could stay here all day. Yes. Right. When we work in the field of possibility and sacred alignment, how does it get better than that? Right. And it's always so different, of course, because every record, everybody's records are so unique. But for me, it is that possibility and that expansiveness. And when I'm in the records, it's also so deeply grounding and practical, which is also what I appreciate. I know. Actually,
1: I was in the records today and the guide said to me, you're leaving a lot of loops open. And I was like, oh, I'll get back to them. I promise.
2: Totally, yes. (laughs) They're good reminders. Mine are always like telling jokes and stuff too, and like funny ways of describing things to me so I can not be so serious, right? To have fun and to play in the records is so exquisite as well. Well,
1: and play is such a critical component of this journey. Yeah. So you have great records guides who are shepherding Mm
2: -hmm. you to stay in that energy of play. That's awesome. Yeah, so important. And I feel like we as women, we need to remember to play, right? Because sometimes we can take on so much responsibility mm-hmm. in the world in our families and our life in our businesses. And when we're in the energetics of play, that is increasing our joy capacity, that's increasing our feminine frequency, that's increasing our creativity. And I mean, that is our natural frequency. So it just vibrates higher and higher when we play with it. Let's talk about the radiant feminine frequency. Can Mm. you explain that to our audience and me? Mm. Yes. The radiant feminine frequency for me is an experience of women remembering their sacred light, which exists within them. Of course, everyone's is so unique but it's what joy feels like in your body. It's like what colors or images are moving in your heart that make you feel expansive and in alignment and on purpose with your path. It is operating in a space of being seen in your radiance. And yes, we have our physical looks, but it's like the energetics that that is in our heart and our auric field being seen that we are masters of our life, that we are Queens of our own throne and everyone has their own kingdom that they run. And so that radiant feminine frequency, it can feel different every day, which is also extraordinary and adds a sense of play. And I would invite all of us as listeners to our own hearts and to our wombs, of how does my feminine frequency wanna feel or dance or play today? How do I wanna show up for myself and for my life? And most importantly, for that ripple effect in the world because what we do matters, right? How I speak matters because it is energetics in the field. How I communicate with people matters. How I'm heart to heart in relationship, it matters. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when we are in that feminine frequency, we radiate from that space of love and compassion and creativity and harmony.
1: I love it. Compassion is super relevant in my own personal journey and self-compassion is a hot button for me. Kuan Yin comes in and she's like, you've had this conversation numerous times. <laughs> Yes,
2: I can agree to that with with myself. (laughs) She, oh, she has been such a kind, gentle journey for compassion on my, on my path to, to dive into the sacred waters and to like bathe and to shower in compassion when I'm hard on myself. Yeah. Yeah. The first time she
1: ever came into my awareness I was doing a reading on someone who had had an abortion and the woman had been beating herself up for years, like decades really. And Kuan Yin's presence like brought me to tears. It was so compassionate. I mean, there's what else is there, but it was so gentle and kind and nurturing. Yes. I
2: was like, Oh, I need to spend more time with her. Yeah, she is so loving, so gentle. Yeah. Compassion is, I feel like as women, we're not taught that from a young age. And so when we can remind as women, the little ones, I want to say like 18 and younger, how to understand what compassion feels like in our body and our mind. And then of course, as women to women, how to remind each other to be compassionate and what that feels like. Oh, like that is medicine for us. So, so much. And
1: in my experience, I grew up with a mother coming off of the like feminine, feminist whatever. And she was like, that shit is weakness. We don't do that. You're a strong, independent woman. And that was hard to unprogram. Then I go, went into law. There's no compassion in law. Like, what did I do to myself? I guess
2: I had lessons to learn. I got here eventually. Right. Right. And I want to say like that feminine movement of we are strong, independent women. I like raise my hand being like, "Yep, yeah, I am. And I am deeply compassionate and deeply loving. And I can be soft, which is a strength.
1: It, and it's. An and, not an or.
2: Yes. Yes. And I just got this image of all of us. So imagine there's there's you and there's me. And then there's like 30 of ourselves around a sacred fire, right? There's infinite amount of selves, but 30 as as we visualize it. And it's like that strong, fierce woman is there. But the compassionate woman is sitting across the fire from her. Mm. But then we have the shy Martine. But then we have like the fiery will tell you no bullshit Martine. Right. And all of us are there, which is me and my wholeness. And so it's realizing that we exist in all of it and all of ourselves take their seat at the fire in different ways, too which I think gives me more compassion when the fiery comes up and when the shy one comes up.
1: And that's a beautiful explanation of that because there are so many facets to who we are. It's not just a singular expression.
2: (laughs) I am so complex, aren't you? Yes. (laughs) And
1: granting ourselves permission to fully be all of those things is
2: so powerful. Yeah, so powerful. And I feel like that as women, remembering our wholeness, right? We don't have to abandon any parts of ourselves, but that aspect is a part of the whole person of who we are. Mm. And when when we're in our wholeness, we are in direct alignment because we're not negating any part of us or abandoning. We are are holding, we are loving, we are compassionate to all those faces that want to be seen or heard. I love that.
1: So I, I know that there's literally no end to your wisdom because I, I'm feeling it. I would just want to sit in this energy all day and be like, so what do you think about this? Let's talk about this. <laughs> so we're definitely going to have to do this again. Love it.
2: Um, where can people find you if they want to learn more about the work you do? Mm, definitely. I love to connect, especially with like-minded, heart-centered women. So I can be found on my website which is MartineClayson.com. And I'm sure you can put that in the show notes. People can spell it properly (laughs) because it's not a simple spelling. And on Instagram is mostly where I play these days. And I'm at Heartpreneur8. So knowing Heartpreneur is a modality of being an entrepreneur, but everything I do is with the energetics of the heart. Mm -hmm. And no matter, and I want to teach women how no matter what they do, they their heart is the most important calibration of their life to hold the frequency of who they are to share their gifts to step into their radiance so they can find me at heart Printer eight i'm also on facebook i don't hang out there as much but um definitely there too awesome
1: And I also understand that you are working on a
2: free gift to share with our audience. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes. So I do have your feminine frequency ready. And it is a beautiful guided meditation for women to return into their personal radiance. Mm -hmm. So we go into the heavenly aspect of our body, we amplify the energetic grids, the language of light, the empowering frequencies that already exist within us. And we calibrate that all so we can hold it with so much sweetness and reverence and beam it out into the world to be fully in our power and our strength and that frequency of our personal blueprint. So
1: that sounds amazing. So I can't wait to share that and listen to that myself. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. That's wonderful.
2: My pleasure and joy.
1: It has been so nice to connect with a fellow Akashic Records magic maker and all of the things that you are. Thank you for sharing your information and your wisdom with us,
2: most importantly. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to getting to know you even more along the path that we weave together in the next few years and all of your amazing listeners just wishing you so much love, returning to the wisdom of their bodies, to the beauty of their mind and empowering their radiant grids. We need them. We want to feel them, shine them bright. I love that.
1: And I want to especially thank you for sharing that gift with us. That's going to be just fantastic. Thank you everyone for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Peace and badass magic.
0: Have you been hiding your intuition, your spiritual gifts? Are you ready to open that door without being overwhelmed or labeled crazy? Do you feel like there has to be something more to life that you can't be the only one? The mystics Academy is where you belong. Come home to a community of like-minded people who are learning to trust their intuition, connect to self, and access the power of their spirit. Learn more at themysticsacademy.com.